What should we expect from James Cook and the Buffalo Bills running backs in 2023? I'm breaking that down today on Locked on Bills. You are Locked on Bills, your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I'm your host of Locked On Bills. want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, folks, on Monday, we talked all about Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills quarterbacks entering training camp. Today, we shift our focus to the running backs. And so we'll look at it through the same lens. We'll have a reflection on 2022. We'll talk about what's new and what that tells us about the direction of the position group. We'll get into my biggest questions now and in the future. And then, of course, my expectations for 2023 as we focus in on running backs today on the Locked on Bills podcast. Let's start by reflecting on 2022. And collectively, the Bills running backs were not that productive when you measure them across the rest of the NFL. The Bills running backs, and this excludes Josh Allen, right, just running backs, Carried the football 291 times. That was dead last in the NFL, 32nd. The Bills ran the football with their running backs the least amount of times of any team in the NFL last year. They had 1,418 yards, which was 24th. So that's good, right? You didn't have many rushing attempts. In fact, you had the fewest amount of rushing attempts, but you were 24th in yards. That's pretty good. So good yards per carry, but seven rushing touchdowns from running backs. That was 27th in the NFL last year. When it comes to catching the football, the Bills running backs had 71 catches, which was 20th, 540 yards, which was 18th in the NFL, and three receiving touchdowns for running backs. That was 11th. Now let's talk about some of the players that made up the Bills running back room last year. And of course, the lead back was Devin Singletary who had 177 carries. That was the most on the team. It was his fourth straight year leading the Bills in rushing. And Devin Singletary last season just had the season we expected him to have, right? He continued to prove exactly what he is. Reasonable starter, not overly dynamic, but just really, really solid. Very durable player. Won't take over football games, but a solid running back. Then you had James Cook as a rookie. Second round pick, had 89 rushes, and I thought he progressed very nicely last year. I think from start to finish in 2022, I'm not sure a single player on the roster demonstrated more in-season growth than James Cook. I remember I thought the game looked really fast for him early on in 2022, but then he settled in, ran the football well down the stretch. I mean, he fumbled on his first ever NFL carry, did not fumble the rest of the season. That was really good. And I thought he settled in. Now, I would like to see him, and we'll talk about this more in a moment, but get a little bit more involved in the passing game, of course. 
And then we'll see what it looks like for him in pass protection because he only was on the field for 13 pass blocking snaps all of last year. And so that's a big question that I have about James Cook and his role. Um, But I thought his in-season growth carrying the football was really good as a rookie. You had Naheem Hines, who the Bills traded for around midseason, was on the team for nine games, and he didn't really have much of an impact on offense. He only had six rushes. He had five catches, so 11 touches in nine games on offense. Now, he did have a receiving touchdown, but his impact was on special teams. Averaged 29, over 29 yards per kick return, had two kick returns for a touchdown. There were only six kick returns for a touchdown in the NFL last year, two of them from Naheem Hines, and then he also did a great job as a punt returner. But, I mean, didn't have that big of a role or or much of a role at all on offense, had very minimal chances. Now, you also had Tywan Jones in the mix last year as a veteran special teamer, and then Zach Moss, who was on the team until they traded him to the Colts as part of the Naheem Hines deal. Now, you've got a pretty big turnover here with the position group entering 2023. So in 2022, you had Devin Singletary, James Cook, Naheem Hines, Taiwan Jones. We just established that. Now you have this mix of James Cook, Damian Harris, who comes over from the New England Patriots as a veteran addition. Naheem Hines is still around for now. We'll talk about that in a moment. And Latavius Murray, another veteran addition to the group. So what does the new, what does the changes here tell us about the makeup of the Bills running backs and the directions? Well, I think first of all, what we learn is that the Bills are still not eager to pay running backs, right? They they haven't done that um, at all, really, under Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean. They've been willing to invest day two draft picks, but for as often as they are linked to veteran running backs, whether it's a trade, free agents, first round running backs, they're still not committing much at all to the position group. So that's number one. Despite a couple of veteran additions, you're not really committing a bunch of money here. Damian Harris, a very small contract, $1.7 million for one season. You know, Devin Singletary almost got double that. Number two is that you could see the Bills wanted some more veterans here. You brought in Damian Harris. You brought in Latavius Murray, who's probably the most experienced running back in the NFL right now. And that seemed to be important to go with James Cook as we presume him to take over as the Bills' lead running back. But I I think you're seeing a pretty clear desire to have some veterans in this room as indicated by the signings of Damian Harris and Latavius Murray. I would also point out here in terms of what is this, what is the makeup of this position group and how it's different from last year? What does that tell us? What tells us that looks like Taiwan Jones is done. Um, haven't seen anything official about his retirement, but he's not on this roster and he's kind of been a staple in terms of a captain, special teams, and he's not part of the mix. And so that's a signal to me that he's not on this roster right now. It, it could be that he's done playing in the NFL. And I do think that he's declined throughout the last couple of seasons on special teams where earlier on in his career, or even three, four years ago, you felt like the impact was there. You could tell that Taiwan Jones was one of your better special teamers. And I think over the last two years, he's faded quite a bit. I know that he's a big time leader and all that type of stuff, but his actual impact in terms of how he performs on the field, I think has really declined over the last two seasons. 
And the last thing that I'd point out here in terms of what we learn about the Bills through the new makeup of the room is that there are simply more complementary skill sets. In the past couple of years where it's really been this combination of Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, I've been pretty critical towards the Bills in that the skill sets just aren't complementary. You're missing speed, like significantly missing speed, and that's corrected in the form of James Cook and Naheem Hines, who both have very good speed at the position. But I think you look at the overall makeup and see more ways that you can deploy your running backs in the passing game, especially perimeter runs. But you also have legitimately good downhill runners in a Damian Harris and a Latavius Murray. And Zach Moss, in theory, should have been a good downhill runner. He just wasn't. And maybe that'll change for him with the Colts. I hope I hope he does well. But he never really provided that short yardage downhill ability. In fact, I mean, Devin Singletary, who's not really built like a downhill power back, wound up having to do a lot of short yardage stuff last year. And to his credit, that was something that was a part of his game that he grew. But the Bills haven't had those downhill runners despite not having speed. And I think in this in this backfield, you just have a lot more complementary skill sets and you feel good about if you want to get backs going in the passing game, you have receivers, you have speed, you have downhill runners, got a couple guys that excel in pass protection. I like the makeup of this group as much as I have in a long time when I've studied the Bills running backs entering a season. All right, folks, we're going to get into my biggest questions now and in the future in just a moment. But first, take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks, and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run in a game. All of that on an app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. There's simply no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. So what are my biggest questions for the Bills running back room now and in the future? Well, my first pressing question is, how does Devin Singletary's 215 touches from last year get distributed? 177 rushes for Devin Singletary, 38 receptions. There are 215 touches to be dispersed among James Cook, Naheem Hines, Damian Harris, and Latavius Murray. Now, I think you would assume that a, a chunk of that goes to James Cook. And I hope so because he's the most dynamic player out of that group, and I want the most dynamic players to get the ball the most. But James Cook, throughout his time with Georgia and, of course, last year with the Bills, has never been a high-volume guy. 2018 at Georgia, 49 touches. 2019 at Georgia, 47 touches. 2020 at Georgia, 61 touches. 2021 at Georgia, 140 touches, so a big jump there. And then last year with the Bills, 110. So 
is he a guy that can handle a big workload? Is he a guy that's more of a 150 to 175 touch a year guy? Can he get over 200? Do you want him over 200 this quickly? Like I said, I want James Cook to get this market share to really eat up a lot of those touches vacated by Devin Singletary, but you want to make sure that he's ready to take that on. And he's not necessarily built for it. I mean, he's kind of a tall, narrow build. 5'11", 190 pounds is is what he measured at the Combine. Can he bulk up a little bit? And if he does, does that mean there's a sacrifice in his movement skills in terms of twitch and agility and speed? I'm interested to see that. So number one is how does Devin Singletary's 215 touches get distributed? And if it's James Cook, is he ready for that? Now, at the end of the podcast, I'll give you some of my projections for the bills and the distribution of the touches. But as I consider that in my biggest questions, I think it's fair to bring up. My next question is the onboarding of Damian Harris. I'm very excited about Damian Harris. I've enjoyed watching him, whether it was at Alabama or for the New England Patriots. He's just a good football player. Like the way he runs the football, downhill, no nonsense, has power, takes care of the football. He's just a nice player. But there's a big shift in how the Bills have deployed running backs and how Damian Harris has been deployed throughout his career. And the biggest shift is in the form of running the football out of shotgun formations. I've talked about this a few months ago, but in 2022, the Bills ran the football out of shotgun 44% of the time that they ran the football. It's a pretty high clip. For Damian Harris's career in the NFL, only 18% of his total carries have come from shotgun. And that's a major uptick in alignment. And look, maybe you're saying to yourself, Joe, what's the big deal? Well, there's a big difference in receiving handoffs from a static alignment out of shotgun standing next to a quarterback versus that quarterback being under center and you taking the football while pressing the line of scrimmage. It's very different. And so how does Damian Harris function in a very different style of running the football? I'm optimistic, but it's something that I'm mindful of. In addition to, well, are the Bills going to be a gap scheme? Are they going to be a a zone scheme? I mean, Harris has typically been a gap scheme runner with the New England Patriots. Is that going to be the case in Buffalo? We'll see. My next question is, what is Naheem Hines' role? And I want to start by speculating that uh, on that question by asking a question, and that's if we should be thinking about Naheem Hines as a trade candidate. The Bills trade Naheem Hines, it would clear $3 million in cap space for 2023 and and 4.5 against the cap in 2024. It's a pretty big amount of cap savings for a guy that might have a role on your offense. That's primary function is probably going to be punt return and kick return. Now, that comes with a very modest $500,000 in dead cap this year and next, but you do clear $3 million this year, and you do clear 45 next year. I like Naheem Hines a lot. I like the idea of him. I like the pass catching. I like the speed. I like the return. But I think it's fair to bring up the idea that we should be thinking about the potential of Naheem Hines being a trade candidate. 
Now let's put that aside and let's operate under the, the idea that he's on the team. I'm honestly not expecting a big uptick in offensive carries. I think the return game is where he's going to be primarily used, but I also, of course, would like to see his receiving contributions increase because that's where he's been very productive throughout his NFL career to this point. Even when he was with the Colts, Naheem Hines didn't really run the football very much. I mean, for the Bills, or excuse me, before he was traded to the Bills last year, he had 18 carries in seven games for the Colts, and they had some injuries to Jonathan Taylor, their lead back. Only 18 carries in seven games. When you look at Naheem Hines' carries per season for his career, and keeping in mind he's never missed a game in his career, total number of carries in a season, 85, 52, 89, 56, 24. He's just never been a high-volume ball carrier. So I think we need to be thinking about Naheem Hines through the lens of receiving return game. My next question is, what is Latavius Murray's role? What's fascinating about Latavius Murray, he's an older back, but he always finds production every single year. And if that trend continues, it gets very interesting in Buffalo because I'm kind of thinking about this running back situation as James Cook, Damian Harris, your top two ball carriers, Naheem Hines is an X factor and Latavius Murray is kind of an insurance policy. But Latavius Murray always finds production. I'm sure there's a leadership component to him, that veteran in the room type stuff, all that matters. But can he find production? Will he find production? Should he find production in 2023 for the Buffalo Bills? Now, when it comes to some of my questions beyond this season, I mean, you just don't have a lot of guys locked up. And I think that's okay. But James Cook and Naheem Hines are the only two backs under contract beyond this season. And we just talked about Naheem Hines and him being a trade candidate. And if that happens, you just have James Cook. Not a huge concern for me. Running back production in the National Football League is extremely easy to find, but it's definitely something to be mindful of. And obviously, we're curious to see what it looks like with James Cook as the lead back for this football team and how he performs and you know just being mindful of Devin Singletary being the Bills leading rusher four years in a row and him not being part of the mix anymore I'm not sure that's a bad thing I wish Devin Singletary all the success in the world was just a cerebral good player but what does this look like without him we haven't really seen that in a long time and so that's definitely something to be mindful of this year All right, folks, after a quick break, I'm going to offer my expectations for the Bills running backs in 2023, including some early stat projections for each of the Bills' primary ball carriers. All right, we are going to close things out with my expectations for the Buffalo Bills running backs in 2023. And it's funny, the first thing that I have written down here on my expectations for this unit is make all the trade and free agent signing rumors about bills and running backs go away. I'm tired of it. Every year we got to talk about the bills trading for running backs, picking them in the first round. Like can James cook perform at a level this year that makes that go away? Cause I would love it. I would absolutely love it. So number one, 
perform well enough to make us stop talking or not necessarily us, but the it's the national media, whatever it's all the bills are linked to every running back. I would love for that to stop. Number two is I I'm looking for James cook to evolve. I would love for James cook to show that he can be a guy that warrants around 200 touches a year. You see him get more involved in the passing game and look, we know he's a good route runner. We know he has good hands, but part of being a good receiving back in the NFL, and I'm not saying James Cook isn't this, but there's a feel component, knowing when to release your routes, knowing how to make yourself available, finding leverage, sitting down, all that type of stuff. I want to see that evolve because one of the best things that James Cook brings to the table is pass catching. I want to see that receiving skill set evolve and for the Bills to use it more, but also the pass protection component. Like I mentioned already in this podcast, he only was on the field 13 times last year to pass block. You got to be able to pass block in the NFL. I'm not sure James Cook can't, but I understand why that wasn't something he was called upon to do very often. He's going to have to moving forward if he's going to be this high volume ball carrier, ball toucher for this offense. Does he bulk up a little bit to kind of prepare himself for this workload? I want to see James Cook evolve. That's one of my big expectations. For the group in general, I'd love to see more pass catching. 71 catches from this unit in 2022. Love for that to be around 90-95 in 2023, especially when you have James Cook and Naheem Hines, guys that can really do some damage as pass catchers. I'd like to see that. And I'd also like to see the Bills be able to, in terms of my expectations, lean on these running backs more in short yardage. Josh Allen is an awesome short yardage ball carrier, and he's certainly going to have some of that on his plate. But now that you have Damian Harris, now that you have Latavius Murray, can that funnel a little bit more to those guys, take something off of Josh Allen? I'd love to see it. All right, let's get into my stat projections for this unit. And I did um, a podcast a few months ago where I kind of broke this down and I don't have anything new to share since that conversation, but I don't know that I disagree with what I said there. So I'm going to give you these numbers now and then I'll do my updated entire offensive stat projection for the Bills at some point very, very soon. But as things currently stand in terms of just carrying the football for the Bills running backs, I see it going something like this. I have 155 carries going to James Cook which is obviously a big uptick, not quite where Devin Singletary traditionally was, but a big uptick relative to James Cook and what his career has provided to him to this point. So I have him 155 carries, 760 rushing yards, four rushing touchdowns. That winds up being 4.9 yards per carry. I have Damian Harris with 120 uh Catches, not catches, rushes, rushes, 120 rushes for Damian Harris. 540 yards, six rushing touchdowns. That's four and a half yards per carry. Naheem Hines, I only have him at 25 rushes, 105 yards, one touchdown, 4.2 yards per carry. Latavius Murray, 42 rushes, 175 yards, two touchdowns, 4.2 yards per carry. And again, that role is the one that's going to fascinate me, both of those guys. How much do they really command? Right now, I have them getting a pretty healthy amount of rushes. I mean, 67 rushes between those two guys. 
When was the last time the Bills' third and fourth running back combined for 67 rushes? Probably not very often. So I'm interested to see how that sorts out. And then I still have Josh Allen with 100 rushes. That's down. He had 124 rushes last year in 16 games. I'm projecting 100 rushes in 17 games. So that's a little bit down. 600 yards, seven touchdowns. That's uh, six yards per carry. You know, maybe you think Josh Allen and 100 rushing attempts is is too much, but he'd be the lowest of his career. So we'll see. We'll see. The numbers have typically come in a little bit higher. So I'm predicting a bit of a downtick, but until I see Josh Allen actually run the football less, I'm still going to have him around 100 carries. So that's how I see it for now. All right, folks, there you have it. We'll break down of the Bills running back situation entering 2023. Things that I'm being mindful of, my expectations, questions, all of that. Hope you find this to be a fun way to look at these position groups as we get ready for training camp, which is fast approaching. All right, the rest of the week, we are going to do herd mentality. We're going to do a similar conversation uh, like this about tight ends later on on Friday. So some good stuff coming up. Make sure that you're subscribed. Would love it if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.